for those of you who don't know, Heart of Life has a strong connection to some really cool stuff that's happening in Taiwan. And recently we've had the privilege of hosting 40 students from there. And they've been able to hang out with our, our youth and experience the American culture. Most people would probably assume that these uh, students from Taiwan who've come over here are, are, are Christians because they're linked to us. But these aren't all church kids. Um, a lot of them need to meet Jesus. So one of the leaders of the group is Joseph. Yes. And uh, can you tell us how this trip came about? Why, why were parents uh, willing to send their children all the way from Taiwan to the U.S.? Okay, I, <clears throat> I think the story started uh, from three years ago. The teacher, uh, teacher Larry, teacher Sherry's, and uh, some, um, some uh, member, he, HOL member here, uh, they went to Taiwan to teach English to, uh, with some uh, high school. And I think that's the sea uh, that, uh, about this trip. Because in the, during the class, we, we are not only teach English, we put the, the Christian value. And also we play uh, uh, a drama from here, the defense. And interesting because the student there, they are not Christian. But because we have drama class, they have to play the, 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 the drama. And time after time after time, they are used to Christian language, Christian value. Also, they are, get used to Jesus Christ. So the the parents in the, their parents, maybe uh, also the director and the, and the principals, they think, wow, uh, this group people uh, are 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 they uh, have great impact to their their children and their students. And uh, Pastor Michelle, um, I think God uh, let her uh, has an idea. If we, if we can bring students here, uh, we pack to we pack uh, as a title for trip to America in summer camp. But actually, in this trip, we we uh, let them uh, come here to get in touch with HOL students and pastor and the staff here, they will be influenced by God. Yeah. So the parents, really, they're not sending them to the U.S. because they want them in the Christian environment. They, they are wanting them to come over here because they get to experience the culture yes. and learn English. Yes. But you guys have a totally different priority when you bring them over here. Yeah. Uh, actually, before they came, uh, we have the name, right? Um, uh, pastor and the staff in, of our church, we pray for them before they come. Yeah, and uh, we believe that uh, after this trip, uh, some student, uh, they will say, yes, I will put my heart, uh, I will trust in God. Be you know what? Uh, it's very amazing to us. Be uh, after the Sunday service, uh, the preach, uh, Pastor, uh, Pastor Jeff preached uh, for, uh, in Act 16, the three stories, and uh, they are touched by the preaching. So you're seeing a difference in the students, uh, those who weren't Christians already? Uh -huh. um, are 
are they being changed the ones who need to meet Jesus are you seeing any difference in those kids yes I yeah they they say yeah uh, uh, they are touched by the preaching and they say people should uh, have faith in God yeah we are so amazed and uh, a student one student before he came here uh, he was kind of close to to others especially to our teachers but day by day here he opened his heart what kind of impact do you think it's going to have on these students and especially when they go back into school mm -hmm. um, what kind of impact do you think that's going to have on your schools and maybe even the whole country of taiwan because of uh, them coming over here and not just experiencing america but meeting jesus um um, um they are impacted by <clears throat> your lives here uh, caring for them and help them and uh, we also um, we are uh, we are also ex expect to the community service here like bank food they I think after this trip they will not only focus on themselves they will think maybe me can help others they will think maybe sometime in the future I can open my whole house to some students from America. That's a good learning from here. And I know one day these students, after this trip, they will go back to Taiwan and say good, something good about it, but they will surely remember what God did on their lives. Yes, but I think, I, I know God will do great things among the Taiwan students. One more thing, God bless America. <laughs> At this very moment, your pastor is in Taiwan. And Nick is there with him. That's the first trip Nick has gone back. So uh, Nick is eight. He came here when he was one. And... Uh, now he's making his first trip back, so Jeff and Jen and Nick are back in Taiwan today. And we have someone who's been on the ground in Taiwan for two years who's here today to share just a little bit with us. Sharice, Sharice Sutcliffe, as you know, and Larry Vass both have been spending uh, quite some time, almost uh, their full time over in Taiwan. So Sharice is here this morning. Sharice Sutcliffe, she has been there for two years serving as your missionary. So I want you to hear from her today. Sharice, welcome home. Thank and uh, we're glad you're here. Share with us what God put on your heart. Right, I'm glad to be here. All right, so when Jeff asked me to share, he asked me to share about for about 10 minutes or so. But after being there for two years, it's kind of hard for me to... Uh, share what God has been doing in those two years in 10 minutes. Um, so I'm just going to kind of share a couple of stories with you all of just uh, some experiences that have happened and where I've seen um, God at work um, in the things that we do in Taiwan and in the missionaries that, that come as well. Um, so back in March, there were two groups of Heart of Life students that came uh, to Taiwan to help us teach English. Um, which is one of the, our main ministries that we do in Taiwan. Um, and in those two weeks, we taught in 11 schools. 
in Taiwan. Um, and actually, that is quite a few schools to be teaching in, in, a, in the span of two weeks. Um, <laughs> it is just so amazing, just first of all, to the, the students from Heart of Life that came, uh, and just their hunger to, to serve God and to serve uh, these students in these schools. Um, and so it's just so amazing to get to work with these students who are just on fire for Jesus. Um, I think it was the second week, though, uh, we had gone to a school in the south of Taiwan. And um, <laughs> the, we, uh, the students, our students, our Heart of Life students performed a drama in the morning. Um, and then after the drama, we are going to go into the classrooms uh, and just share our testimonies and uh, teach the curriculum that we had planned um, in advance. Um, but at this particular school, the way that they had set up the classes were, it was a little different from how we'd been doing it the rest of the week. Um, so the material that we had prepared uh, in months in advance um, just went out the window right before we were getting to walk into the classes. Uh, to teach. So we had about, as we were walking out the door, Pastor Michelle came to us and she said, everything that we had planned, we have to throw it out because it will not work <laughs> in the classroom and uh, how they're doing it today. Um, so as we're walking out, we're kind of, you know, panicking because um, this material that we had planned, you know, two months be beforehand uh, was just gone. And so we had less than 10 minutes to come up with uh, some material to teach these students. Um, so yeah, of course, across my mind, it was just panic because, um, you know, it seemed kind of impossible to do, and we had to teach for the next two hours. Um, but then, you know, Pastor Michelle, we, we actually stopped everything, and we just prayed right there because we were like, God, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to teach these students. You know, we need material. Um, but luckily, in the next couple of minutes, Pastor Michelle, she just told us to teach from the Bible directly. Because normally we just go in and we teach, uh, we play games that are related to English in which the students can learn English. And then we share our testimonies. Um, but Michelle was just like, you know, just share out of the Bible and come up with something in the classroom. So I was like, okay, you know, this is very uh, improv, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, and in my mind, I was kind of doubting you know, doubting how it would go and just sharing the Bible directly, you know, and if these kids would be even be interested in hearing the Bible directly. Um, but it was just amazing because as soon as I walked into the classroom, my mind, and, you know, was just completely at peace, and I, believe, I completely believe that that was the Holy Spirit. Um, but just getting to see how the students reacted to, the, to us just sharing the Bible directly was just amazing. The response was just incredible. These students were asking, you know, who is Jesus? You know, um, why did Jesus do, you know, such and such? And it was just so amazing just getting to, to share about Jesus just during those two hours. And it was just completely incredible. Um, so God definitely showed up, and his faithfulness was just, um, was just so amazing in that moment. Um, and I remember after we, after these two hours, we just got together after the classes, and we just started to, um, to just pray and just give thanks to God for, for what he had done and just getting to, to have the responses that we had um, and sharing that material. Um, but something that he reminded me in that moment was just how faithful he is. Because here we were preparing months and months of, um, of material beforehand, 
and they're just gone and out the window in less than 10 seconds. Um, and he kind of just shared with me, you know, just to not rely on that material, you know, because I know for me, you know, I prepare it and then I teach it. But in that moment, he really just showed me and taught me to just fully rely on him in that moment. And it was just so amazing what um, the material that we came up with in less than 10 minutes, God used to um, create just a huge impact with that material. And so that was just um, amazing and such a great reminder of his faithfulness and how God can orchestrate uh, big things out of small things. Um, and I kind of wanted to share another story with you all um, in the few minutes that I have. Um, as you know, I teach English. Um, myself and Larry and all the other missionaries that come and stay, uh, what we do is we teach English. And I've been teaching English there for two years now, as well as doing um, my own college work online. Um, but when I came, you know, I mainly had in my mind that I was going to teach English. That was all I was doing. Um, but it was just so amazing just um, over those couple of years, God just opening doors to me and giving me opportunities to do more than teach English and opportunities to use the gifts that he has given me to share with the people of Taiwan. Um, it's just been just so incredible just how he has been using that in my life because um, this last year, I started to do one-on-one -on -one tutoring with people that I had met. And it's kind of crazy how I meet these people. Um, for instance, one of them was, uh, one of my students is a lady that I met at a gym. And it happens, it happens that she lives practically across the street from me. So it's just kind of crazy. But uh, I don't only teach these people English, but these people just open up to me during this one-on-one -on -one time, just getting to share their lives. Maybe it's depression, maybe it's uh, losing hope. So it's just amazing to just get to encourage um, these people uh, in this tutoring session. Um, as well as tutoring, I've been doing, you know, worship team over there and serving in the church there, uh, leading small group, um, as well as just doing um, other ministry projects. But I'm not here to share about what I'm doing, but what God has been doing and how God has been opening these doors to us and even to um, other missionaries, I know Larry is teaching um, like a word working class, which is, um, which is just amazing and incredible that God is using our gifts to glorify him. Um, but what I wanted to share is these opportunities. You know, I came in with the mindset that I was only teaching English, but God has given, um, given us all these opportunities, which has been completely amazing. But again, I only came to teach English, or at least that's what I thought. Um, but God opened these doors, and I kept thinking, what if I didn't, you know, walk through these doors that he has given me? What if I only just wanted to teach English, because that's just what I signed up for? But again, he has proven himself faithful in each and every one of those situations, and just getting to share the hope that I have with all these other people through all of these things. So uh, I don't know who to share, but just encourage you today you know, maybe God has opened doors for you, and I encourage you to take that first step of faith and just walking with God and just um, walking that out, that, that Jesus life out with him, just taking courage and um, following in where he's calling you. And so um, I just thank you all so much for just getting to hear uh, and listen to what I have to share. 
Um, and that's just a little bit of what's going on in Taiwan. Um, again, I can't fit two years in 10 minutes, you know, so, um, you know, I love coffee, you know, let's meet together and just, I want to, if you want to hear more, I will be gladly, I will be glad to share more with you all. Um, so, yeah, so thank you. Bam, just think, she's our missionary on the ground in Taiwan. She and Larry serving. Did you ever think God would open such a door and that someone like Cherise could just walk through that door and he magnify? what she had planned on doing, and he used it to touch hearts and lives. Sharice has been there a couple of years, and she was talking about she's also a student. She is enrolled in Berkeley in California online. She's going to school at Berkeley University online while she's there teaching. Well, she's teaching English, but she's teaching the Bible in the public school. And God is allowing that and blessing that. And I don't know if you have Sharice and Larry on your prayer list. If you don't, you need to put them on there. I've got them on my written prayer list where I just don't forget their names every day to pray for them. And I hope that you'll do the same. You'll put, put them on yours. The influence and the groundwork that they've laid is amazing. You know, we just got through having 40 students come from Taiwan and spend, you know, over a couple of weeks, three weeks here with us at Heart of Life. They came to experience the uh, American uh, culture, as you saw in the video. But I saw several of those students give their heart to Jesus while they were here. If this had not happened, that would not have happened. And we'd have never seen God do what he's doing in such a marvelous way. Why is Sharice there? She's there because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes, she's there teaching English, and as she said, that was her uh, when she first signed up to go. And, but it's amazing how God kind of turned it into a missionary project and how he's touching lives. He'll do that with you. It doesn't have to be in Taiwan. It might be where you work. It may even be where you go to school that he could use you to touch a heart or a life. And when you think about the gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, it's written in the book of God. It's literature, but it is the different literature of any literature that's ever been written. 
It is truth. It is truth. And that's what Cherise and Larry are there in Taiwan doing, giving witness to the truth, sharing the truth about who Jesus is and what he has done for every one of us. And today as you and I come, I guess you saw as you came in the trays that were on the tables back there. As we come today to partake of what we call the Lord's Supper. Now, I don't know what that service has ever meant to you before. But I'm just asking you today to turn your heart toward God and let him speak to you even through the Lord's Supper. Can you imagine being in the upper room at what they call the Last Supper? The disciples were there with Jesus as they were observing the Passover meal. And the scripture tells us that uh, at the end of that Passover meal that he took some bread from off of the table and he broke it and he said, this is my body which is given for you. He took the cup that had the wine there in it and the fruit of the vine as he showed it to them, he said, this is my blood which is shed for you. Do you think they understood what he was saying? You and I understand because we're on this side of the cross. The cross had not happened yet for Jesus. But I want you to listen as I share with you right out of the Word of God. Like Sherry said that day, they told him, forget your plans, just teach out of the Bible. I want you to let the Word of God speak to you today. Hear what the Scripture says and open your heart to this truth. Mark's account in the 15th chapter, beginning with verse 16, says this. The soldiers led Jesus away into the palace, that is the praetorium, and called together the whole company of soldiers. They put a purple robe on him, then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on him. And they began to call out to him, Hail, King of the Jews! Again and again they struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him. Falling on their knees, they paid homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. A certain man from Cyrene, Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus, 
was passing by on his way in from the country. And they forced him to carry the cross. They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. Then they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him. Dividing up his clothes, they cast lots to see what each would get. It was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The written notice of the charge against him read, the king of the Jews. They crucified two rebels with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, so you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priest and the teachers of the law mocked him among themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, this King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those crucified with him also heaped insults on him. But if you read in the Gospel of Luke, the 23rd chapter, you find that one of those who was crucified with him had a change of heart in the process. And in that 23rd chapter of Luke, verse 42, one of them turned to Jesus and he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. At noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, listen, he's calling Elijah. Someone ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said, surely this man was the son of God. This is the event that Jesus had just told his disciples about in the upper room. This bread represents my body which is given for you. This fruit of the vine represents my blood, which is shed for you. The death of Jesus Christ. The death of Jesus Christ changes everything.
today as we think of taking this bread and this cup. I want you to spend a few moments letting that penetrate your heart. Jesus actually died. He shed his blood. That blood that he shed was holy blood, sinless blood, but it was shed for sinful blood, for sinful people. This is the gospel that changes everything. Now we know after they buried him, he didn't stay in the tomb. He arose from the grave. That's part of that gospel too. But today, as we think about the upper room, Jesus said, do this and do it in remembrance of me. And so today, you and I are coming to partake of what we call the Lord's Supper or communion. Remembering the broken body, the shed blood of the sinless Savior who did that for me.